Vultures face a multitude of threats, and all these threats are all human-induced threats. The the few major threats that 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 is probably having the biggest impact is firstly power line collisions and electrocutions, which in some areas, if you look at the Eastern Cape, is decimating the the population. And then poisoning. Now, poisoning is various aspects to poisoning. You get irresponsible use of poisons by farmers, whereby farmers are lacing carcasses with poisons to get rid of problem animals like jackals, caracals, cheetahs. Vultures, having really good eyesight, find these carcasses, consume them, and they in turn get poisoned. The the other issue is um, the poaching at the moment, the poaching crisis with rhino and elephants. Um, and vultures being indicators to poached animals, to carcasses, tend to locate these poached animals. Um, and so poachers are now directly targeting vultures. They're, they're directly poisoning carcasses to get rid of vultures as the indicators to, to these poached animals. And one poisoned animal can wipe out, you're looking at 600 plus vultures. Um, is it possible that you can just give me a national picture in terms of extinction? Sure. Look, last year alone, 2013, you're looking at about 2,500 vultures that were poisoned, and that's what we know of. So when we're talking about poisoning, you don't only find the vulture. You don't always find the vultures. You know, those, again, as I said, are only the birds that are found. So you're probably looking at, I know they say 2020, they think the rhinos will be extinct. I think probably a lot sooner. I can't give you an exact date because we haven't done the modeling, but probably maybe 2018 or something. If poaching continues at this rate, vultures, specifically um, the African whiteback vulture, leopard faced vultures, um, maybe hooded vultures will become extinct. And then if you are to just give me more details about the extinction in terms of Southern Africa and globally, which countries are sort of like losing their vultures? Sure. What what happens if we lose our vultures? Now, now Africa, not just Southern Africa, but Africa is, you know, a country rich in our biodiversity. And we're a tourist-rich country. So a lot of our economy is based on tourism. And our wildlife brings in tourism to, to Africa. That's why people come through to Africa. Now, vultures help keep our wildlife, our environment um, healthy. You know, they keep the wildlife free of diseases. They reduce the spread of infectious diseases. Take vultures out of the ecosystem, your wildlife will be directly affected from infectious diseases. So there will be a reduction in our broad broad wildlife, you know, your your mammals, your predators, you know, so broadly it will be affected. And then if you look at your rural communities as well, that um, you have livestock, and and, and often this livestock is people's bread and butter. Now, if you take out uh, vultures in the ecosystem and any of those livestock die from an infectious disease, the rest of the herd will be contaminated or, should I say, will be infected by this disease and wipe out the entire herd. So from local communities, it becomes um, quite problematic from, from a financial point of view, from people's bread and butter. 
from a country's perspective, it will affect our economy from a tourism point of view because our wildlife will be directly affected. So the the effects of losing vulture species will be hugely catastrophic. Um, and if you look in, in, in other countries like Asia, you're also looking at the human health issue where you take vultures out of the ecosystem and it affects humans' health directly. The reason being, again, vultures reduce the spread of diseases. You won't have that anymore, so there will be epidemics of feral dogs. Feral dogs carry rabies. People then in turn will get bitten, maybe, by some of these dogs and contract rabies. And so it does have a huge negative impact on people's livestock, health, welfare, depending where they are. Um, can you tell me what are you guys doing in order to conserve these vultures? Okay, Volpo has got a couple of projects um, on the go. Probably the most pertinent one is our education and awareness. You know, vultures are not the most sought-after species. They're not seen as charismatic species compared to rhinos and elephants and, and, and lions, you know, the big five. So we have a, pro- a program in place to firstly change people's attitudes and perceptions about vultures, try and get people to like the species, to appreciate them, because nobody is going to protect the species that they don't like. We also have monitoring programs in place, so we're looking at the health status of vulture species, so we can start looking at trends. At specific breeding sites, there are different threats that affect these breeding sites, so we try and mitigate these threats, whether it be power line issues or holding farmer workshops to try and change the way people, or farmers, should I say, use poisons. Um, We also have a captive breeding program of cave vultures, the only captive breeding program of the species globally, and that is to look at supplementation and reintroduction programs of the species. Um, And also we do a lot of research with the University of Pretoria looking at the tracking of the birds, so if we know where the birds are foraging and where the, the distribution ranges are, we can then go and find hotspot areas um, and do extensive education programs where vultures are found, as well as mitigating threats um, if vultures decline in more specific areas to others and also potentially find any new or additional threats that we're not aware of. Um, Kerry, where did your love for vultures start? That's, that, that's quite a funny story. Um, I I actually grew up um, being a mammal person myself. I, I'm one of the converted. And basically, I was fortunate enough to, to get into conservation. And, and at that stage, I started in vulture conservation, but I thought it was a stepping stone for me. I didn't quite understand the species, but it, it was a nice start to get into conservation. At two years after I started in vulture conservation, I had an opportunity to hand-raise my first vulture named Percy. And that was a turning point for me, you know, being responsible for raising a vulture, learning about them, having a greater appreciation from them and learning from the birds themselves and having a really strong feeling um, and appreciation towards them basically was the reason why I changed and the reason why I do what I do today.